Podcast like a motherfucker. Welcome to Amazon Podcast, episode number. Honestly, I actually have no idea what episode it is. Episode 65, part four. Um, yeah, so then in this episode, we are going to continue our foray into the Smith F Invitational that we are a part of at the moment. Uh, we've both played our first round games. So just to remind you, yep. the first round games um, was 3,000 points. Of the like the A list in the list format, it was banners capture the flag. Yeah, banners. I was it refused flags. I think we actually. We, I think I played just the battle line. Yeah, we played. We played battle line, and it was like a shorter board, so it was only five foot by four foot instead of six foot by four foot. Yeah, which was that was quite interesting actually. Yeah, it uh, was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think why I will go through my game first. And uh, Casimir is going to do some sound effects as we go. Yeah. So, um, I was playing against uh, Matty P himself with his warriors, with my Sylvan Elves. So, just to set the set the tone, um, Matty P had Sorcerer on Adept on Alchemy, uh, Destiny's Call, Book of Arcane Mastery, Lucky Charm, 30 Warriors with Great Weapons, Zealot's Banner, and Full Command. Five Chosen Knights with Wrath, the Waste and Torch, uh, Musician, Standard, Champion. Five Feldrax with Halberds, Flaming Standard, and four Wretched Ones. And in my list, I had uh, Elk Prince, an Eagle King with a Wizard, uh, two units of Fast Cav with Bows, uh, ten Huntsmen with the Banner Deception, three Kestrel Knights, and three Forest Eagles. And Macho's... Um, for scoring units, he chose both the Heath Hunters and the Eagles. Eagles, okay. So not not the Huntsman, which was interesting, which made yeah, it yeah that seems a bit strange. Yeah, that made it slightly easier for me, but I think it worked out in the end uh, for some reason. Old Matt just wanted to make sure that you got the fight, so you didn't just hide <laughs> everything in the corner, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe it was smart. So, um. So the the elves came to the battle and in front of them was a big rock stood in the middle of the field and over in the corner was Matty P's Legion of the Dark Gods. So he chose to turn the forest into a ruin in the top left and he kind of basically just, just fucking... Burn it down. He just hid all of his... He just cornered like a chump. <laughs> 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 that doesn't sound very worried, you know, does it? Yeah, well, I'll, well, I mean, I, de- I deployed everything kind of across the line. I've got, like, lots of Vanguard. I've got one unit that redeploys. Um, So he kind of just... So he deployed everything up top left. And, yeah. Uh, and I... So I, like, redeployed my general in the, in the, in the Huntsman on the right side. So I could kind of, like, swing around. And then, like... Yeah, fo- so did you... So you used the banner and it's like... <laughs> Switched them away? Yeah, they like disappeared into nice. the mist and reappeared on the other side of the field. <laughs> Spooky elves. 
Yeah, and so uh, so this basically meant that I could focus on the Feldrak unit, which I thought was like the weakest target, and that was like kind of in the middle behind the impassable. So if I like, oh, they're move, just like cowering. Yeah, <laughs> hiding uh, in the corner, like the the pussies there. Yeah, so I I could push up on the right side and try and try and kill that unit with my uh, huntsman, and then use the rest of the cavalry and the. And the wizard to try and kill off the wretched ones before they could do anything. Basically, that was basically that was the plan, and it sort of worked. Okay. So I also had the Kestrel knights, which I could use as chaff because they weren't marked. But I didn't yeah. really want to use the eagles because that was a scoring unit. Yeah. So I guess I mean I guess you got your like really the purest chaff unit as to make sure you did you just put it in the corner or what did you do? I I kind of like waddled up a bit and didn't really do anything and then they ran away <laughs> just the eagles like walking on the ground like yeah <laughs> 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 just picking like rah, rah, rah. <laughs> yeah so so yeah they didn't really do anything to be honest they they were a bit of like a a railroader at one point but that's about it so uh, i got the first turn uh redeployed to the right vanguarded everything up um yeah. kind of i I know, I can't make the coconut sounds from, you know, like when all the... I think <laughs> next time we should bring some coconuts and have, it like, real sound effects. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I actually, I didn't get any magic off in the first turn. I oh, managed to shoot the the lord, uh, the, the stag the stag guy shot a wound off the Feldrak, and that was, that was my first turn. Matt literally just, like, <laughs> Matt literally just waddled around in the corner didn't really do anything he had the, <laughs> the chosen knights were on the far left the warriors were in the middle the wretched ones were in front and then the uh the feldraks were on the right and yeah so, so did that he just like went into another unit with the wretched ones to make them stay or yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, he i think he, i think they just kind of went forward a bit but that was it not much happened um Turn to the elk lord and his uh, his retinue ran up a bit further on the right side to try and get out of uh, arc of the Feldrax, which they did. Mm-hmm. The the Kestrel knights kind of followed him, hoping to be some chaff, so I could like move them up and then charge in the following turn. Um, the the hunter the heath hunters kind of went one went either side of the terrain and focused fire on the wretched ones. And the eagle, uh, eagles were just kind of hanging out at the back, and then the eagle king was moseying around, shooting swarm of insects at the yeah. wretched ones. And <laughs> did you? How many did you kill them? Did you do any wounds or no? Um, yeah, and I also tried a totem beast, which he dispelled. So the swarm did two hit points damage on the wretched ones, and I did three hit points damage from the the heath hunters. Okay, so I had, like leaving them a blubbering mess at least. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I was pushing as much as I could up to short range so I could get strength four to do a bit more damage on the wretched ones because it's really important for me to actually get rid of them. Yeah, yeah as yeah. they just like basically fuck all my plans up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so that was a bit like that was good. Um, I think at this point, um, he had three left. I'd done five five damage, and I just needed to get rid of them before I could do anything basically. So it was. It was. I knew it was a matter of time, and it was actually better for me if I like let it drag on a bit because 
Um, yeah, I can, you, you I, want to engage like on the last turns, right? Yeah, basically. I want to charge him in turn six and run off a table is the ideal situation. Yeah. So in Matt's turn, he basically did the same. He like ran his, <laughs> ran his, ran his wretched ones into the side of the Feldrex. Nice. And then just stomping around. Just yeah. all the warriors, not even doing, knowing what to do. Exactly. So. Um, he shot, I didn't dispel any of his magic. Wow, okay. So the, the Sorcerer's Book came in and a lot of handy here because he, he zapped my Eagle King with a, with a spike. and <laughs> But I aged it. <laughs> oh. Like, what is that? What does a magical shield sound like? <laughs> I don't know, Casimir. You're doing the sound effects. Yeah. And uh, and then he then he did a, a four dice um, Hellfire on my Heath. Hunters, where like, I think four of them got incinerated. That's what you sound like. <laughs> that, that, I don't know, was it pansy enough to be an elf? <laughs> that, 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 that sounded like something a bit more dark and mysterious from your sex dungeon. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 have you ever played... Next time I'll sample some of it, you know? And <laughs> we we need some sound exactly. bites. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So turn three, I like continued to edge around the corner a bit to try and like force him a bit. I put him, I gave him like an eleven charge on my Heath Hunters with the Feldrax, just to try and force it a bit more. Um, I, yeah, and then I managed to get the totem off, so I just chaffed, I chaffed the Feldrax anyway. Um. Ah, oh, perfect. Which was good. Uh, did two damage with swarm of insects on the wretched ones. So it's not that many left now, right? It's like half at least, or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he had seven hit points left at this point, something like that. So, uh, with the shooting as well. So that was pretty good, and then, um, then the the totem actually actually did a breath weapon on the Feldrax and did two damage. Oh, perfect. Which just, was, it's just puking all around me. Yeah, pretty good. So in Matt's turn, he decides to move the Feldrax backwards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and okay, just w- like wiggles everything around, doesn't really do anything else. Matt's magic so was like really it, bad. Do you remember the, the picture of the Feldrak in the uh, Warrior book, which just looks like a really <laughs> fat dude with like a rhino back or something? Yeah, or yeah, know, yeah. yeah. Like that—that's what I'm imagining these Feldraks are, just like some fat blokes, just. <laughs> that's that's what the it. cover of this episode is going to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Matt's magic didn't really do a lot. Um, he was like failing on everything, but he only had two spells and only an adept, and I had magic res on my elk unit, so it wasn't really like ever going to do much. And alchemy versus silver elves, I mean. Yeah. yeah so, so he's just like taking half dice on each every turn, I guess. Yeah. So turn four, um, uh, again, I kind of wiggled a bit more just to try and force the um, uh, force the, the charge, trying to get it as close as possible. Um, I needed to kill the kill the, the last of the wretched ones, which I did with the, with a swarm. Oh yeah, points. Um, because he'd like because he'd 
like turned his back on me and ran away with Feldrax. I just pushed the Huntsman up really far, got them out of arc of everything else. So basically forced him to either turn around and fight me or just run away. Um, I killed a few warriors with some arrows. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, and now he was like pretty much encircled by like my whole army. So there was a lot of opportunities for Matt to make a mistake. And like do something yeah. stupid and just get countercharged by everything. Um, so that was quite. I kind of put. I felt like I was at this point. I was in a really good position, but then Matt, instead of making a mistake and like pushing at me or trying to kill the spawn or doing something stupid, he just like basically moved even more into the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, this was this was this was like a key moment in the game. Was turn five. So my huntsman could have charged into the, the warrior block if I wanted to. But then I realized that they weren't actually in a forest, they were in a ruin. <laughs> and oh, and yeah. so I didn't do it, <laughs> but I was, I was yeah, about to. Um, yeah, that doesn't sound good. But they, fortunately for me, they passed their frenzy test. Yeah, are they, uh, like, would they strider in the ruin, or, or is it just forest that they have or something like that? Well, all the Silver Elves have forest strider, right? But they're cavalry, yeah, so... Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not, it wouldn't be the first time that I've charged through a ruin to, to kill something, but uh, at this point I wasn't going to risk it. No. Um, yeah, so what I did is I, the stag uh, lord, he kind of moved out of the unit, like, round the back of the army to threaten the rear of the Feldrax. Yeah. So that was kind of forced. Solo yeah. command mission. Yeah, because obviously he was he was on a mission to to hunt something because he's a hunter. <laughs> so he had to he had to kill he had to get something to take home like to. Stalking through the bushes, putting on his Rambo paint or whatever. Yeah, and exactly. Little stripes on his cheeks and stuff. Exactly. He went out to hunt some Feldrak. Um, I managed to get break the spirit on the chosen knights, um, which just basically just stop them running too far from where they were currently. So that was okay, because I knew that then they wouldn't want to um, like run out and try and do yeah. some risky stuff, which I didn't really want to happen at this point. Because uh, I'd, I'd killed the Wretched one, so I was up on points. So at this point, I could have just run everything away and tried to, uh, try to just get a small win, because Matt wasn't really allowing yeah. me like an easy charge. Yeah, because the Wretched Ones is like 330 points, so that's almost, that's like a 12.8, I think, at this point level, right? Uh, so I think it's only one point. Cause we did, we did, we just used the regular points thing. Was there a different one? Yeah, I mean, like, normally you do percentage, so I think it's like 11.9 is 5%. Oh, really? We just did, I we just used the regular one. Okay, but 12.8 might be 15%, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, so, so it should be different, actually. Okay, interesting. Well, maybe I have a bigger win than what, than what I thought. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Matt moved the Feldrax into the corner and facing the stag, and he just put the chosen knights to, like, counter them. So if I charged the stag in, he, yeah. could, he could challenge, he'd still be steadfast, then he could charge in a flank with the chosen knights. Uh, seems like a rough proposition. Yeah, so that was my options. Um, but I'd like move stuff that I could chaff his chosen knights if I wanted to. Um, but unfortunately, it meant that in my turn I did charge the elk into the Feldrax, and I blocked. Oh, okay, and I, ballsy. Yeah. It's just like he really wants that Feldrax. He's like blows his little horn, 
like the of the hunt and stuff and just goes for it yeah exactly well he, he had to exactly yeah he had to go in and kill something in this game he wasn't just yeah. gonna go away and there was a there was a chance that i failed the frenzy test anyway yeah so um so i then i had to basically use my last unit of heath well my smaller unit of heath hunters as a blocker even though they were scoring just to just on the off chance that um that they that the chosen knights would fluff their attacks uh, or i would kill enough to um just to be like one guy left to attack me so basically it meant that um the stag guy goes in matt forgot to challenge i killed oh, almost no. all of them in one turn they flared off the table <laughs> Just like fucking laying about themselves, like yeah. wow. <laughs> and then, uh, and then the crazy. yeah, and then the basically the I think I did from seven attacks, I did eight wounds. Holy shit! Yeah. Okay. And I took one in return. Wow. Um, I mean, Matt must be. I mean, he's hating himself for forgetting the challenge. Well, if it, well, because I blocked the chosen knight's counter charge, it didn't really matter. So. Let's say I kill the champion in the first round. He's passes steadfast, and then I'm just gonna do like a lot of wounds in the second round. But so, how much less uh, killy does he get in the second round? Like two two attacks. Two attacks less. Two attacks. Okay, yeah. So like okay, a bit less, but yeah, you probably get them in the end, right? And he gets, but then you. Oh no! One, 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 uh, one attack. One attack less. Sorry. Ah, just one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. One attack less, and yeah, no plus one for charging. Because I, I'd killed enough Feldrax as well that he wasn't going to be steadfast in the second the second round. Yeah, exactly. So you'll get them, and he'll get your Heath Riders and tie on scoring them. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what happened. So, and in the final turn, he tried to, he caused a panic test on another unit of Heath Hunters, uh, which I passed, luckily, on eight. And Ooh, that, was, that was the end of the game, which was a 12-8. Um, but if yeah, you probably more than I would guess. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't sure. I guess we we were just using the regular one, but I can ask and see. Yeah, I mean, like if if you think about it, the regular one doesn't make sense for three thousand because you'll never get a twenty, because like you need what like two thousand, I don't know how much points a twenty is. It's like almost three thousand points, right? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, anyway. but uh, but yeah. It's, you can sort that out if you want to. Yeah, not that bothered. Yeah, so that, how, how long did this game take? It seems like it would be pretty fast. About two hours. <laughs> yes, that's that's really fast for UB. Yeah, I actually really like this points like level. Yeah, it's quite it's quite fun. Like I can imagine that if you play it a lot, you'll probably end up in quite skewed matchups. You know, like uh, sometimes you probably just meet some list you just can't handle. You know. Yeah. Exactly. All right then, uh, Casper. Yeah. So let's let's hear about your tales. Yeah. So I guess first of all, I actually played this on Warhol. So it was the on first Warhol? time I played on Warhol. Interesting. Yeah. It was. It is fantastic, dude. Like it's it's so much easier. Like you have lots of like hotkeys to do things uh, to like align stuff and to me like measuring is much easier uh, and things. I it's just it is fantastic, but it's also more expensive. That's the problem. Uh. Well, I paid for UB for now. Maybe I'll upgrade next time. Yeah, like the problem right now is that like I find I find that not a lot of people have Warhol, and that's kind of the issue. I think what I don't know if it's completely launched yet, but I think when it's launched, you should be able to play it for free. But then you lose some like functions apparently uh, in it. 
so like it's a little bit more difficult if you play for free and then you pay for it and you get like some convenient stuff you know okay fair enough but anyway but yeah, let's least, let's hear yes, about anyway. your game i want to hear okay. about the tales of the of what's his what's his what's his name gorgas 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 iron tail okay so Gorgas surveyed the narrow corridor, corridor of a battlefield. The blasted demons had turned up early. In the distance, he could see colorful shapes warping the air around them. <laughs> Puny demons cannot stand up to the crushing might of Abrasi legions. He would put all his strength opposite the strongest point in their line. But wait, many underlings are very unreliable. This plan could end in disaster. In the last minute, he completely changed his mind. No, no, let the... Let them eat the worthless slaves he had collected. No, no, His no, mighty no, no, legions no. would swing around the flank and trample all before them. Stomp, 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 stomp. <laughs> With a bellowing screech, she commanded the wretched slaves to face off <laughs> versus the fast and dangerous-looking beasts and chariots on his left flank. Cunningly, he placed his great legions on his right, advancing up in the shelter of a hill. To hold the hinge of this door, he had placed his ravenous brutes. Nothing he saw could stand before them. He also had a few extra ticks up his sleeve. Two elite units of sharpshooters advancing on the ground. The demons surged forward. A baleful wind started to blow. Great slubbering hoarders, tentacles flailing, were lifted up the ground and blown much closer to Glorgus's line than he had expected. <laughs> Legion, Legion Mira, led by his trusted herald Pipsqueak on the Great Bell, advanced, uh, uh, advanced with Legion Divas up the flank, facing some great buzzing flies. The slaves shuffled nervously so close to the hoarders, but they would never dare flee when they were in the vicinity of their master. <laughs> With a huff, he raised his left hand, murmuring dark incantations as he siphoned life force from his nearby slaves. Throwing his arm out, a torrent of foul corrosive clouds spewed forth towards the chariot in the center of the demon line, killing several of its crew and breaking one of its wheels, but somehow it still kept going. <laughs> With a cacophony of otherworldly laughter, the slaves were assaulted by all manner of beasts. A great chariot, bristling with blades, and hulking metallic beasts smashed into one pack of slaves. And the slobbering tentacle masters, uh, monsters lurched into the other. <laughs> the chariots and the beasts absolutely trampled the slaves, cutting a great bloody path through them, leaving none alive. But at least the hoarders got bogged down in the masses of rat bodies. <laughs> Not sure how to do that one. <laughs> <laughs> On the flank, Lidio de Vaz uh, attempted to surge forward and catch the hovering flies, but the conniving beast simply repeated, retreated further away. Behind the enemy lines, uh, the unit, uh, the first unit of sharpshooters appeared, harassing the enemy and giving them pulse. Callously beheading a few legionaries, Gorgas imbued his brutes with otherworldly energy, each one appearing like a lord of the arena, impervious to harm. This seemed to give the demons pause as they shuffled around across the battlefield. However, as Gorgas went to dispatch some wretched flying creatures with another torrent of foul clouds, <laughs> his magic failed him and a single creature was left alive. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Pipsqueak advanced up the hill with Legion Divera. Uh, Legion Miras, uh, but right as he was about to come charging down onto the demons, that single fury started flying around them, yelling insults and screeching at them. Fuck you, motherfucker! Fuck you! <laughs> Cursed tales of the Rat King. Could one not rely on anyone anymore? 
Pipsqueak's advance had completely halted. Luckily, he had managed to call forth a horde of rats to subsume the Come wounded on, chariots and bog down its brethren. Seeing that the demons were ready to counterattack, Gorgas compelled the unwilling uh, sharpshooters to throw their worthless bodies beneath the hooves of the brazen beasts. <laughs> Splat. <laughs> Laughing, he turned his attention back to leave Unity Vast. Surely they would have caught the flies by now. What? The flies had encircled the bubbling fools. How could this have happened? They would hold and sacrifice all of their lives, if only to pay for this injustice. (laughs) Finally, Pipsqueak crushed the remaining fury under the wheels of his great bell. In a great clatter, he came rolling down the hill with Legion Mira in tow, crashing into a group of Myrmidons with uh, with a particularly nasty-looking demon, half-living armor, half-insect, a great magical magical power focused in one place. Gorgas imbued Pipsqueak with his own corrosive breath. Surely that would be enough to vanquish the demons. Laughing maniacally, Pipsqueak waded into the fray, oblivious <laughs> to his platform being torn asunder beneath him. No matter, the brutes would crush, crush these demons, come and counterattack. But right as Gorgos was going to order their charge, the bumbling hoarder stumbled into them. No, the injustice. <laughs> he looked back towards Pipsqueak as the brazen beasts came crashing into his flank. Oh no. Well, he could always get a second herald. He knew his false underlings would let them down. Worthless wretches, no matter what. No matter, it was time to take matters into his own paws. He raised his halberd and dashed into the flank of the brazen beasts. He had them all right where he wanted them. Lidiudevas was finishing up the bloatflies. The brutes were tearing at the hoarders. And now he would smash through the lines himself. But as he struck, invisible barriers blocked his mighty halberd. How could this be? No one can stand before Gorgas's might. As he got bogged down, chopping at the brazen beasts, the Myrmidons turned around and charged the rear of Legion Divas. This was not supposed to happen. <laughs> they were not supposed to get that far. Legion Devas crumbled under joint assault of the blasted bloatflies and, uh, and the Myrmidons, and none of them. And still, the bloatflies were left alive at the end. The brutes were unable to even hit the hoarders with their flailing tentacles. <laughs> Feeling his grip on his bowels loosen, Gorgas knew it was time to retreat. Better to fight another day. He would have revenge. <laughs> so uh, I lost uh, 64. <laughs> I think that was quite good. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I feel like I put my bar way too high with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot more than what I was expecting, but I think it worked with the, the noises. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. It's, it was quite fun to write. Uh, so basically, I it was like kind of turned at the very end where I mean I wasn't going great, but it like right there at the last turn, if I'd killed the flies and the and the um, and the orders, I would have tied scenario and maybe actually won on points. But then when he charged my second scoring unit and I didn't kill the hoarders and I also didn't kill the brazen beast with my general, uh, it was just <laughs> it just it was just all over. Ah, okay. Did did the general die? Uh, no, he he survived. Like uh, he, like that was no problem. But he only has four attacks. So it's like a, you know if you're hitting on like fours or something, which happens quite a lot because he's like offensive five. It's. Uh, <laughs> It's quite yeah. difficult to kill anything. Okay, but he's not really like a fighter, though, is he? He's more like a leader yeah, and an like, enabler. 
Exactly, exactly. But it, I mean, I, my idea was that he would be able to maybe do a little bit because he has like the multiple wounds D3 upgrade. So if oh, okay. you like, if you get some hits through, you could really do damage. But well, that's quite good in quite... against demons, right? And you didn't do anything against a brazen beast. Yeah, I did. Like in the end, like one or two wounds over a couple rounds of combat. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Well, I think it sounds like it was a fun game anyway, or like a bit swing, yeah, was, swingy at was least. Lots of fun. Yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the dictator. He who who is it that uh, you were playing? Uh, his game. His name is uh, Shitsu. He's a French player. So apparently, he actually streams the game. So while we were playing, he streamed it on Twitch and like uh, narrated it in French. I think. Ah, okay, cool. So um, if you French speaking or just want to watch the game, you can have a look on Twitch or I guess or on his channel. Yeah, exactly. And it's like with Warhol, it's uh, better graphics and stuff, so it's, it's quite nice to watch, I think. Okay, cool. I'm actually going to have a look at that. Do you have a link for it, Casimir? I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, ooh, I do not, but I'm pretty sure we can find this, uh, this channel. It's probably linked in the Smith F thread, I would assume. Yeah, okay, cool. So uh, I think that's it then for tonight. Um, we will come yeah. back probably next week and talk about... Maybe the next matchup or the next game or however far we've got. So yeah, I think a uh, shout out to Matty P for giving me a really good game and pl- making some smart moves uh, yesterday. And I'm sure you can find uh, an equally savage report on the Paired Weapons podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for listening and we'll see you on the next show. Bye.